Hello and welcome to the Vessels of Honor Foundation podcast. I'm your host today, Bukola, and I'm going to be sharing with you a couple of things. Very short exhortation. But first, let's pray. Father, I thank you for this opportunity to be here. We thank you for another opportunity to hear your word. I pray that as your word comes forth, we understand it and we're able to apply it. And we see the practicality of your word in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. And I also pray that our hearts are open and receptive to understand and to receive what it is you have for us today. Amen. So, is God still good? Or is God good all the time? You know, we have that saying in church, God is good. And then the congregation say all the time. But... Most times we say we say that thing with a certain level of half-mindedness, but God is really good, and of course I'm going to acknowledge that life can be hard, life can be difficult for some of us, especially in this season, and especially in our country, and especially in our age group. Life might seem very difficult right now. And that's due to a couple of reasons. Number one, we live in a broken world. The world is not perfect. The world is not perfect. And the heart of man is inherently wicked. And according to Jeremiah 17, verse 9, I think. Yeah, so the heart of man is wicked. So the world cannot thrive on man's wickedness. The world cannot be good when man is wicked. Another reason why life might be difficult is because people are allowed to make choices. You know, God gave us free will to choose between right and wrong, to choose whatever it is we want to do. And people make choices, and choices would always have consequences, no matter the type of choice. So people's consequences might even affect other people that were not involved in making the choice. Just like you can't control other people's choices, basically. And you also kind of can control how said choices would affect you as a person. So we live in a broken world and couple a lot of factor, factors that I just mentioned. I mean, th- these are just a few reasons why the world is the way it is. Life can be tough, can be very difficult for believers, even individuals in general. Life can be very difficult. But the main question I want to answer today is that, is God good? Is God still good? I mean, even amidst all that is going on, is God still good? And, you know, is he really good all the time? Or does he just choose sometimes to say, oh, let me show myself. Let me be good today. Oh, tomorrow, let me be evil. Or, you know, let me be good next week. Oh, it's Christmas, let me be good. No. I think, personally, I think that God is good. And I think that God is good all the time. But I'm not even here to share my personal experience or anything. I'm just going to be showing you from God's word, you know, what he says about being good. So there are a lot of scriptures about God's goodness. You can just Google it. A lot of scriptures will pop up. But I'm just going to speak about a few. So first of all, I'm going to talk about Luke, Luke 18 and 19. You know, somebody walked up to Jesus and said, Good teacher, what shall I do to be saved? And the first thing Jesus addressed was, no one is good except God. That was literally what he said. And Jesus is, Jesus was God in, God in the flesh. 
So Jesus could have been said to be good. Do you understand? But he, even he said, no one is good except God. You know, Psalms 44 and 8 would also talk about um, taste and see that the Lord is good. You know, I've always found that scripture very, very funny because what do you mean taste and see? But basically, the Lord is good. So, so many scriptures, Psalm 107, we talk about, oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his mercy endures forever. Psalm 136 as well, you know, talking about God's goodness, what he has done, you know, in detail, speaking about how he delivered the children of Israel, how how far he has removed our transgressions away from us. You know, a lot of things that God has done, you know, to prove that he is good. And another evidence that God is good, of course, is that he gives good gifts. Because Bible would say in James chapter 1, saying that um, every good and perfect gift comes from God. If someone is good, then it will obviously show in their actions and in the gifts they give. So God gives good gifts. God is good. And another thing I'm certain of is that his intentions for us are good. You know, according to Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11, um, the plans I have for you are of God and not of evil to bring you to an expected end. And the funny thing about the context of that scripture is that the Israelites were in captivity in Babylon at that time. So in a way, kind of uncomfortable crying out to God to save them, you know, to remove them from that land, to take them to a better place and all of that. And even from the beginning of that chapter, you see how God told them to to relax, basically. <laughs> said they should get married they should find wives for their sons find um husbands give their daughters out to husbands and you know multiply have children god also said to them to seek the peace of the land that they were in because they were going to be there for a long time i think about 70 years so god said seek the peace of the land that you are in for in the peace of the land will you find your peace and it kind of translates to us i mean especially in this season. You know, I've heard different, different things this past couple of weeks, you know, about, oh, are Christians supposed to protest? Are Christians supposed to do this, do that? But even the Bible says that you should seek for the peace of where you are and pray for the land that you're in because it's when that land has peace that you can have peace. The evil that is happening in the world is not asking everybody, anybody's face, oh, are you a Christian or not? Or oh, are you this or that? So as Christians, as believers, this is just a side note. I think that we ought to fight for what is right. Of course, in the in the right way. I don't support looting and all of that. But like in the right way, we are we that's our job, okay? We can't just be Christians. Just like Pastor Femi said yesterday, we can't just be Christians for the sake of being Christians and you know, go to chapel and pray forty eight hours. And then go to your room and sleep. If you are doing that consistently and you're not getting changes for the country that you're living in, or you're not getting changes for the sphere of influence that you are, then you need to check yourself. So basically, being a Christian doesn't limit you to only doing Christian things in quotes. It also has to do with influence, influencing just like a um mission, influencing people's institutions, nations and system. So yeah, that's just a side note. As a Christian, you're supposed to influence your sphere. So speaking about God's goodness, um, okay, I was just giving you evidence, evidences 
that God is good. So, um, like I've said before, the Bible has said it over and over and over again that it's his nature to be good. And if something is someone's nature, it's only right that they're consistent with it. So I think that God is actually good all the time. Only because it's his character. That's his kind of person he is. God is a standard of goodness. Okay, God is the definition of goodness. So yes, God is good. God is good all the time, you know. Whether you feel it or not. You know, this is something I try to remind myself. Whether I'm feeling it or not. Whether I, I think it or not. Whether I agree or not. Whether I believe it or not. God is still good. And he is still good all the time. And he will never change. Because according to Malachi, I think 3 verse 8 or verse 6, that God is the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. He won't change. Okay. And he won't change because of anything. He's He has always been good. And he will always be good. And of course, the ultimate um, evidence that we can see God's goodness is in that he gave his son for us. I mean, I don't know what other definition of goodness we can give like i said before we live in a very broken world and things are not working the way they ought to due to a lot of reasons that i already mentioned but god gave us a way out and that's in his in his son pardon me he gave us a way of escape he gave us redemption he gave us salvation through his son so if that's not goodness i don't know what is <laughs> Another thing I'm certain of, because the Bible says so, is that all things work together for our good. Um, yes, one thing I also want to say is that our definition of goodness isn't the standard of goodness. Because you think something is good, doesn't mean it is good. Or because you think something is not good, doesn't mean it is not good. <laughs> I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. But your standard of goodness isn't God's standard of goodness. You know, His ways are not our, our ways and His thoughts are not our thoughts. So... Whatever you think is going on and, you know, you think, oh, God is not doing anything. God is just looking. God has good intentions for us. So hold on to that and hold on to your faith and your hope that God is still good. <laughs> and, of course, I would always say some, um, say that if God has done something before, then he can definitely do it again. And God has demonstrated his goodness before. Just like I said, sending Jesus to the earth, you know, to save us. If he has done it before, I know he can do it again. He doesn't change. His ways don't change. His character doesn't change. So if he's the same God that sent Jesus to us, he's still the same God now, and he is still good. And one other thing I want to point out is that it's never God's will to cause evil. God is never in the business of causing evil to happen. You know, whenever we have natural disasters, some people call them acts of God. I don't think, I think that that's like a wrong naming. I don't think God will cause something like that to happen. I think that evil is caused by the desires of men and poor choices and, you know, other forces that we cannot see. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think God causes evil. And also in James, I think chapter 1, from verse 13 corroborates that speaking about um it says let no one say i am tempted by god for god cannot be tempted by evil or he himself tempt anyone with evil and then the rest of that script um chapter goes on to talk about how evil um starts from the desires of a man's heart so if you choose to satisfy that desire that is evil that is what's 
um we call sin so i think sin comes from according to the scripture of course my interpretation of it is sin comes from what a man desires and chooses to act on so the desire in itself is not is not necessarily the sin is the acting on it that causes sin to happen so god is never is never god can't stand wickedness i mean there's so many scriptures about that in the bible it's never in the will of god to cause wickedness or to cause evil and just one last thing before we close out um one last thing i talk about is how do we respond to god's goodness you know in this situation i'm sure i'm not the first person to tell you that god is still good in all of this but you're asking how how then can i respond to god's goodness in all that is going on how can i focus on the fact that god is good how can i be sure that god is good you know how can i respond to god's goodness and the psalmist has already said it in psalms 107 and verse 1 you know <clears throat> sorry um give thanks to the lord give thanks to god for his good and his mercy endures forever so your number one response to god's goodness is thanksgiving it's thanksgiving so um you know sometimes it's difficult to give thanks when you are at the one at the you know it's easy for those of us that have not been hit by any of the happenings you know going on the country now to say oh thank god thank god but people that have been hit by it will not find it easy to, to say thank god and me personally when i find it difficult to say thank to say to give thanks especially when i'm going through a rough patch in, in my life or something or maybe something difficult is happening I just go through Psalms, I think 136. It has a long list of things to be thankful for. You know, it speaks about, I think I already mentioned it today, about um, how we saved the Israelites, how he removed our transgressions far from us. And, you know, once you read that scripture, at least for me, once I do that, I'm like, there's just a new energy that comes and I'm able to give thanks well. And, of course, you should always give thanks, irrespective of what's going on. You know, God is still good. So, um, I guess it's for somebody if you're waiting for a sign or an encouragement. You know, God is still good. Yes, this is your sign that God is still good and He's still in the business of doing good. So, hold on to that. Hold on to God's word. It might be difficult, but hold on to God's word. And how do you even, how how do you, when your faith is wavering, how do you hold on to the fact that God is good? You confess it, say it out loud, talk to yourself. You know, the Bible talks about David speaking to himself, speaking to his soul. David encouraging himself in the Lord. Talk to yourself. It works. It may seem crazy, like, ah, what am I saying to myself? But it works. Trust me, it actually works. So talk to yourself. Feed your eyes on God's word. Read things that would encourage you in God's word. Listen to stuff that would encourage you about god's goodness it's very very easy it's easier to get discouraged than to be encouraged in god's word so filter what you listen to what you read what you engage with and just focus on the fact that god is good and the thing is whether you feel it or you believe it or you think it's or not god is still good and he will continue to remain good forever and ever and ever (laughs) amen so I hope this has been helpful or it has encouraged you a bit. Whatever it is you're going through right now, just hold on to the fact that God is good. Just hold on to it. Just hold on to it. 
Thank you for listening. Father, we thank you for your word that has gone forth today. We pray that it's able to change our lives and we are able to understand it even in the even in our different contexts. In Jesus' name. Amen. So thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us on this podcast. Please join us again next week at this same time, this same channel. God bless you.